This is Seven Sports. Good evening and welcome along to Seven Sport Live for the first time this season. We're here for a live fixture, a live commentary game, pre-season game here at the Gloucester East Tiger Turf Stadium. My name's Ryan Butler and I'm joined by Josh Evans who will run us through the main commentary for the 90 minutes as the sides Gloucester City and Oxford City come out onto the pitch here. It's just rained, so it'll be nice and wet on top. Hopefully, that turns into a wonderful game of football for us to enjoy. A reminder, you can get in contact with us throughout the broadcast on Twitter, at 7sport, facebook.com forward slash 7sport, and info at 7sport.co.uk on the email. And as always, this season, every single broadcast we do, whether it's a commentary or buddies for breakfast on The Breakfast Show, it is sponsored by SoFab Sports for all of your sportswear needs in and around Gloucester and go to their website sofabsports.co.uk for 20% off use the code 7sport20 20% off at the checkout we'll hand over to Josh Evans who will run us through the teams and get us set for a wonderful game of football this Tuesday evening yes thank you very much Ryan both teams are out onto the pitch Gloucester City in green and Oxford City in orange and black let me take you through those teams for Gloucester City Liam Armstrong in goal Spencer Hamilton trialist and Ty Duffus make up what we think is going to be a back three uh, across the midfield we have uh, Jamie Record and a trialist at the two wingbacks uh, midfield three or midfield four, sorry, of Joe Hanks, Elliot Dorrell, Louis McGrory and Harry Pinchard. And the lone striker, Danny Wright, leads the line for Gloucester City. Oxford City, on the other hand, recently promoted to the fifth tier of English football in the National League after a playoff win over St Albans 4-0. Sees them take on a Gloucester City side tonight. So let me take you through those teams. Chris Hay in goal, Andre Burley. Uh, Kenise Carroll, Tom Harrison and Aaron Bushell, Lateral Ewers, Reese Fleet, Tafari Moore, Pierre Fonku, Josh Ashby and Josh Parker. On the bench you have Trialist A, Trialist B, Mikio, Joe Wilson, Trialist C, Braden Daniel, Jaden Carbon and Trialist D. Gloucester City currently in a huddle, Oxford City in position and ready to go. There is the clap as they take to their positions. Gloss City to kick us off. Any minute now. It is Harry Pinchard taking the first kick of tonight's game against the Oxford City side, playing total football as described by Tim Flowers before the game. And there we go, we are off on the clock. Pinchard back to Hamilton, who flies it forward towards the corner flag. A grappling, and it's an early free kick for Gloucester City in a quite ideal position. It looked like Danny Wright, who was getting in a bit of a tussle in the forward area, but it's an early free kick for Gloucester City. Well, that's what Danny Wright's going to give you, isn't he? That physical presence in the opening seconds there. Looking to also run the channels, which for an experienced player who's been labelled as old, you know, it's good work rate, especially early on in the game. It's exactly that, and it's a really ideal position as well for a free kick. He's going to be swung in, right-footed, we think. Should be Joe Hanks to take. Actually, it's, it's Elliot Durrell over the free kick. 
just having a bit of a complaint over the distance to the wall to the assistant referee on his right-hand side. But here he is, about to take the whistle, goes and delivers. Uh, heads go up, I think it was Ty Duffus, but also the keeper scuff. And the free kick is given against Gloucester City. A little bit of a tussle in there, looked like the keeper had a little hand on him, and I think that's what he's given it for. Yeah, I think he, the free kick there is always going to be given, isn't it, when the goalkeeper goes up. You know, he did well to get the punch on it, and if anything, it looked like an Oxford City man was bundling into his own keeper. But, you know, as I said, the referee is always going to give the free kick in that situation. And a free kick it was, but Oxford City just... A couple of occasions where they've just been roughed up slightly in the open exchanges. And they have the ball, safe possession at the back. Now they spread it across the pitch to the right-hand side as they face forward. Cut inside. Nicely getting the midfielders onto the ball early. Looking to play football as Flowers suggested they would. Yeah, the weekend after the 2-2 draw against Bracknell, described the side as, as really poor and having looked at a 3-5-2, it didn't work out slightly. They will look to change things tonight. Not much happening as Oxford City drift the ball forward aimlessly that time, Ryan. Yeah, we've got a weird uh, evening for us. We've got green and white versus orange. Yeovil Town versus Blackpool, as it were, almost. But uh, both sides sporting their, their away strips. The, 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 the opinion that's divided a lot of fans this summer, Josh, the kit, what do you make of it? I quite like the kits. After seeing them up close, I like the home kit and I like the away kit as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's green at home as well. Um, it's a, it's certainly a good kit, and interested to see whether it goes well tonight. A first shot on goal, Oxford City's midfield man just driving forward and taking a little pot shot at goal, but no troubles for Liam Armstrong in goal. Sees it drift past the uh, past the near post of his. It's a goal kick to Gloucester City. Uh, cool short from Jamie Record. Well, it was a rush of blood to the head. Uh, Josh Ashby didn't even look up. He just, you know, Ashby got it out of his feet, went for a pot shot. Liam Armstrong looked quite comfortable. Yeah, absolutely no trouble for Liam Armstrong that time. See if he gets much action tonight, uh, as, as every Gloucester City fan would hope not too much if a successful evening is to be in store, you'd hope. Just a little bit of possession at the back. Zipping off the surface as well with that little bit of rain before. Makes for perfect style of play. If football is to be considered, absolutely. Good from Gloss City, just getting on the ball. Foot on the ball and fine Armstrong. Who is picking his option by the looks of things. He looks like he's going to go long to Danny Wright. He actually comes on to the left, onto the right, sorry, for the trialist in this wing-back role. Hamilton heads forward towards right. Gets his body in, but he's dispossessed. And the ball forward from the Oxford City man is in no man's land. But five minutes in, how do you think Gloss City have settled, Ryan? Well, they're looking to try and get on the ball early. Obviously, the, the searching pass, looking for Danny Wright in the opening minute. Ball free kick uh, on the right-hand side. But Gloucester is the home side on this pitch, as they're always going to do. Just trying to, you know, play on the front foot, trying to assert themselves on the game. But you have to remember, it is still a very new look Gloucester City side. 
Absolutely, and the ball drifted forward. Ooh, very close. Works as well to the right-hand side. Here's Doral looking to cross, blocked. Out for throwing it deep inside Oxford City's half. Another good move in terms of getting the ball forward and winning the second balls as well. Doral that time looking to get the ball in. Just blocked out for a throw-in. In a full position for Gloucester City to make the most of. Trialist there is going to take number two in this right-hand corner. It's going to be another throw-in for Gloucester City. Deep on the right-hand side. He makes his way back to the trialist who delivers. And it's out for a goal kick onto the roof of the net. No trouble that time, but once again, getting into good areas, aren't they, Gloucester City, so far? Yeah, the criticism I'd have there is they need to get the ball in the box quicker. From that throw-in, you're taking the throw-in, getting a touch back, taking another touch, and then putting the cross in. You know, I'd, I want it a bit more direct from Gloucester there. You want to, you know, try and catch these sides earliest, particularly when they come here to, to the Tiger turf. You've got a player like Danny Wright in the box, use him. We've seen the goals that he's seen, uh, scored, sorry, this pre-season. Ball's in the box. That's where he attacks. That's his bread and butter. And that's where he's going to score goals for Gloucester this year. Yeah, that man, Danny Wright, experienced forward. 38 years of age, joins his local club, form Forest Green and Cheltenham Town forward as well. He scored at the weekend against Bracknell in a 2-2 draw, which was a disappointing result in the end. But here he is again, Ooh, almost just poking it through the legs of the defender. He's looking lively so far. He looks ready for the battle as well, for the pre-season game as well. Pre-season game four of five for Gloucester City. And now Oxford City on the ball. Just inside the Gloucester City half. A little bit, little bit of time on the ball for Oxford City. You don't want to give them too much time on the ball as they spread the ball across the field. Very nicely one two touch football. And it makes its way into midfield. Fleet looking to release one of his forward men, but Gloucester City clear through Armstrong, but not too much distance in that kick from Armstrong. And Oxford City suddenly getting back on the ball with a favourable bounce off the side wall. Good battle in midfield. Just need to get the ball down here. Excellent. Here's Fleet again. Trying to uh, work out, Josh, just what formation Oxford City are playing. We talked about it before the game. And basically what they're doing is two defenders staying, one's going forward. And that seems to be the, the try and, and the measured approach they're taking. Trying to just push that extra defender forward each time when they're in possession. Just overloading it like here. Yeah, it almost looks like a 5-4-1 formation almost when defending, but at the same time when they're going to break out of that mould, it's, it's going to have to be pretty quick at the same time. It's, it might be a counter-attacking measure against, the, against a very decent side in Oxford City, promotion side. Four first-half goals against St Albans in the final, saw them promoted. Third place in the National League South. A very strong side coming to what will be a very nice surface to play some football on tonight. Just yet to really see them break too many lines, but just passing the ball nicely now in the last few minutes or so. Very nice ball over the top. 
Gloucester City just having to regroup here. Here's Tafari Moore. Four ball back and there is the interception from Elliot Durrell. But Oxford City back on the ball again. Nine minutes played and now they're starting to get a little bit more of a foothold in the game. Just starting to dominate that possession a little bit more. There's warning signs there, isn't there? That, uh, you know, this Oxford City side are looking to make that break for midfield. Uh, first, it was uh, Josh, Ash uh, Josh Ashby earlier on. Then it was Reese Fleet, who managed to just you know, have the whereabouts to flick it backwards. Just couldn't come off for Oxford City, but Gloucester need to track from midfield. They've now that, you know, two midfielders now. So just make that run supporting the, the, the front three, really. And that is dangerous because if you keep doing that to a side like Oxford City, you are going to get punished, even though it's a friendly. Absolutely that. Just ticking towards the 10-minute mark here at the Target Turf Stadium. Gloucester City, a win over Malvern Town in the first friendly, but here's another chance for Oxford, actually. Oxford City, it's a chance. Oh, drifted wide. Just couldn't get the ball down, Josh Parker, in time. Waited for the ball to bounce, and in the end, just thrashes at the ball slightly. Goes past the near post, and that you'll go down as the first real opportunity for Oxford City. Ten minutes on the clock. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a bad one to concede for Gloucester, even though it's a chance, not a goal. You know, it's just a little clip forward, and, you know, really, Parker's been able to take it down, recover from what was really quite a poor touch for, for a player like him. But he's been able to get onto the, the loose ball, swivel, and uh, luckily for us, he's you know, driven it wide. But, you know, a little bit of warning signs for me. A neat one, too, in the forward third for Gloss City. Danny Wright just causing a few problems up front, but Oxford City play out the back very nicely through the thirds as well. Lovely move through. Here is Parker. Very good tackle from Tidefus. Just getting the right side and slide tackle back to Armstrong. Excellent tackle. Gets the applause from the fans around us. But Oxford City back on the ball, looking dangerous. Overload as well. The ball crossed, but blocked in the end from Gloucester City. But the warning signs starting to come there, starting to find their flow through the thirds. Oxford City, a really good move that again. Yeah, if you're Oxford City, you're gutted it's not Pierre Foncou uh, running on that because... You know, he looks like he's got more pace than Josh Parker. I don't think Parker, to be fair to him, was ever going to win in a foot race against the centre-hours for Goss City there. And Oxford City starting to get on that ball, as we say. Here's Parker. Acres of space finds a lovely ball through to Tafari Moore, but his touch just evades him at the important moment. And it's straight through to Armstrong. Just Parker picking up a lovely little... Bit of space there. The referee just calling something here. Josh Ashby is the man in the Oxford City shirt. Spencer Hamilton also. Lovely bit of needle in the middle of the park in a pre-season friendly, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely that. And I'm not too quite sure what was said in there, but it was certainly something the referee felt he had to get involved in early on in the game. Hasn't been a game of too much needle so far, but just the first flashpoint. It's never a, a bad thing in a pre-season match to always have that little bit of added intensity. It always spices up well when it comes to the league campaign. Oxford City just flicking the ball over the corner. 
and giving trialist for Gloucester City a little bit to do there, but he does it very nicely. Lovely ball through. Elliot Durrell finding the ball towards the corner. And it is dealt with by the Oxford City man, but it's a throw in the final third for Gloucester City. They take it quickly into Danny Wright. Falls favourably for Gloucester City. Again, here is Wright. His trialist just drags his effort. Saw it from distance. Looked as if it was going to go right in the postage stamp from the run-up. But just drags it right-footed across the goal and never really any trouble in the Oxford City goal. Well, it's better from Gloucester, today. They took the throw quickly. Little one-touch passing, little back heel here and there. And Lash, you know what you need to do on a pitch like this? Just play that quick football, the attacking football that these Gloucester City fans are becoming accustomed to here. And, and yeah, it was nice use of Danny Wright as well, getting him to come short. You know, he can mix it up. He can go long, he can be the target man. And he, come, he can come short, can hold it up and bring others into play there. Yeah, excellent move in the final third. First real neat move of note for Gloucester City. A few times in the final third, causing a bit of problems. But just that first moment of really getting on the ball and, and playing really nice football. Tight play. Hank's just giving McGorry a little bit too much to do. Oh, and it's almost an opportunity for Oxford City. Just the touch there from Andre Burley. The right wing back almost finding himself in a really attacking position there. Just touch of aids him at the key moment. And Gloucester City get back on the ball. Here's Armstrong. Just weighing up his options as we speak. He goes long towards Danny Wright, who wins the header. But Oxford City claim the ball and the free kick just inside their half. And the play just takes a... Little downward step in terms of the decibels. First 15 minutes gone. Lovely pitch to play on. Gloss City, just like you said with that move, just starting to come into the game. I think ultimately it's going to come down today to you know which side can use the ball better, ultimately, because it's going to have no excuses. Yes, it's been raining quite heavily in Gloucester over the last couple of weeks, but you know on a pitch that's plastic and a pitch that... You know, it's well maintained like this. It's always going to be, you know, there for exciting attacking football. And if whoever uses it better will ultimately do uh, better in terms of result. But obviously, the performance needs to be there too. Right, beautiful finish from Wright. Brilliant ball through. Slide roll pass from Durrell. Just came into the experienced man's path. Right footed, just dinks it past. The Oxford City man, brilliant move. Perfectly weighted pass and Danny Wright's not missing there. Well, what did you say? You know, the side that uses the ball better is going to get the most out of this pitch in this game. And two passes later, Danny Wright's in one-on-one with the keeper. He doesn't miss from there. Talk about some people in line saying he's old or past it, not going to score too many. You know, he scores again in pre-season and that is an accomplished finish from an accomplished player. And what a ball that was from Elliot Durrell as well. Just perfectly weighting into the path. Down the side of the defender for Oxford City and in the end it was just almost two perfect bits of play that just came off at the right time and Gloucester City, 16 minutes on the clock, do have the lead here. It's been a quite an even game so far but that's the difference that a top striker or certainly a striker who can take his chances in the final third, that's what they can do can't they? 
Yeah, and you've got to say, looking back at the goal, the Oxford City keeper's done everything perfectly. He's come out, tried to make himself big. Danny Wright is out to make a quick decision on what he wants to do. Is he trying to chip the keeper? Is he trying to slide underneath? In the end, he does enough just to hit it into the ground, bounce over the keeper's trailing leg, and it's in into the bottom corner. You know, as I said, great finish. Um, and maybe one of the things that Gloucester missed last season, it was the difference between them, you know, just making the playoffs and making the playoffs quite comfortably, was striker once Matt McClaw left, who can get those, you know, goals in situations like that. Gloucester missed a lot of chances last year, a lot of key chances. All well and good, Graham Phillips did score some and so did Don McHale. But having that number nine, that focal point, everything there, is what it's all about. And that is two and two for Danny Wright after his goal at the weekend as well against Bracknell. It was that classic striker's finish, wasn't it? Just dinking it into the ground. It just, just evades the, the legs of the goalkeeper and drifts into the far corner. Classic finish for a striker. And the confidence starting to come into this Gloss City side now. Doral just getting caught in midfield, but another promising move. Just a little bit of interplay. Doral could have been away then, couldn't he? Just taking a bit out of Doral at the same time there. Just receiving some treatment. It looks like he got a bit of a whack as he went down. His touch just got round the man. I think he'd just taken a bit of a whack for his troubles. Certainly has caught the eye so far, Doral. 33-year-old former Wrexham, Chester and York City midfielder. Certainly got a good pedigree to his name and some bright yellow boots tonight. Certainly had to make the most of those and it is a seven sport commentary tonight so we'd like to uh, make sure that tonight's commentary and all our broadcasts this season are all sponsored by SoFab Sports go to sofabsports.co.uk and check out our range of sportswear products and don't forget to use the code 7sport20 at the checkout to receive 20% off your order as well Commentary tonight brought to you by SoFab Sports. And there's certainly one 20 minutes that will be a positive 20 minutes in Gloucester City's pre-season so far. <clears throat> Game four out of five for them for that trip to Bly Spartans on day one on August the 5th. Preparation is always key. And after finishing seventh in the National League North last season, the defeat to Brackley Town on penalties brought the season to an end. But with a new look side under Tim Flowers, Goss City looked to try and go again this season. Danny Wright just hooking the ball forward, just over the bar. No trouble for Oxford City that time. Just popping up in areas at the moment, though. Oxford City get the ball moving again. Looking forward very quickly towards Parker. Chases the ball into the corner. Trialist just feeling that little bit of a nudge. And he gets the free kick for his troubles as well. Probably one of those that Parker just looking at it thinking doesn't really need to touch him there. 
Well, it's an easy free kick if you're a defender to win, isn't it? You're going back towards your own goal. You feel a bit of contact. You know, you go down or you, you know you skip off a little bit, and then suddenly, you know, the free kick's given and, and the pressure's off. You know, that is what defenders will do to you. So, very, very smartly done by the trialist there, and you know, quite sloppy really. Oxford City getting the ball forward. Parker in the action again. Just holding off his man. Duffus gets a good good foot on the ball and they go again. Harry Pinchard driving forward, asking for a free kick. If he goes down, he gets a foul. And he stayed on his feet at the same time. Doesn't get the foul from the referee. Is that old adage of you have to go down to get a free kick sometimes. Shouldn't have to be the case. Harry Pinchard a little too honest in that instance. Doesn't get the free kick in Oxford City build again just knocking the ball around at the back ball into a forward area lovely ball around the back and it is a finish brilliant that just just tucked it around the corner and in the end Josh Ashby just flicking over Armstrong at the perfect time almost similar to the goal at the other end and Josh Ashby neatly just lobs over Armstrong just from the angle brilliant finish and Oxford City it's 1-1 yeah you got to say great finish similar to, to Danny Rose as you mentioned there Josh but what I would say it's a fantastic ball fantastically weighted curled around the defender and Ashby just stepped onto it didn't have to break stride took it into his stride dink over the keeper into the back of the net and you know Oxford probably you know on the balance of play you know shouldn't have been behind in the first place it was very even first quarter so for you know that sort of finish you always say from a cross city perspective it's avoidable but then equally Oxford City would have said the same about the goal they've lay in so two similar goals and that's sort of the sign of the times for tonight yeah just that little bit of extra quality on the ball and suddenly in behind and here he goes again here is Ashby just find a bit of space pulls it back comes out really neatly Bushel to the Ashby back post 12 Firing more, just heading back across. And Gloucester City do get the interception. And man is down in the box. Just hands into head moment. Just taking the sting out of the game a little bit. Really promising move that for Oxford City. Just down in the final third. Ball towards the back post to Firing more, heads back towards goal. But fortunately for Gloucester City. They do get a touch on the ball, but another good move that time for Oxford City. Yeah, and it's been something that we, we spoke about in, even before the two goals, really, that, you know, Gloucester were just getting caught on a simple ball and it's, you know, another simple one there. Oxford City, you know, getting in behind Gloucester, maybe trying to play a, a high line and step up, but the line's not in line with each other. But what I would be concerned about is that, you know, Joe Hank seems to be uncomfortable. Really, if I was Spencer Hammond and I was, I was Ty Doofus, I'd be looking just to come together and say, look, the line needs to be stronger it needs to be together you know Spence Hammond's got the captain's armband on I would expect him to be the, arm, uh, the armband wearer for the season he's got to be able to control our back line because they're trying to play a certain way and they've been caught out a couple of times been punished for the goal potentially could have been punished a couple of other times if shots were on target and, and things of that nature as I said, against Oxford City, you can't really keep affording to give that many chances away. Well, I would say to you, Josh, so noticing to my left-hand side, one of the Oxford City substitutes who is warming up. I imagine he's down as a trialist. 
is actually former Gloucester City striker Trey, um, Trey Mitford. Just speaking to some of the Gloucester City fans away to our left there. So he'll look to come on and uh, score against his former club, striker of course. And it'd uh, be quite an annoyance if a player who used to play for Gloucester City last year was to uh, score a goal this evening. And there is always that option, especially in pre-season, like I said. The former Gloucester City man on the bench here is right. Brilliant strike. Oh, just past the post. I think it was Hanks who's just come back onto the pitch after that injury. Just looping one towards the far, far post. Had the goalkeeper worried for a moment. Well, if there's a player on the pitch who's capable of scoring a goal like that, it is Joe Hanks. So it's almost similar to that Rooney goal against Newcastle all those years ago where you know, he was a bit frustrated and he takes the frustration out on the football. I think Hanks still in a bit of pain after that uh, you know, incident in the box. Just comes back on and we hit the first thing I see and it happens to be the football. And here are Oxford City driving again. Neat play, here's Parker. Turns on the ball. Comes into the bash of Ashby. Brilliant feet. Now where is that call? It's a goal kick. Jaden Carbon, I think. Uh, Pierre Foncou, sorry. Just getting into the final third. Going down under a challenge. But no penalty given. It's hard to be critical in a situation like that, but... For me, Leon Armstrong, he's got to come out. He's got to come out with conviction. He's got to, you know, come and try and win the ball. Moment of hesitation, nearly saw Oxford City nip in there. What I would say is Gloss City need to get a hold of Josh Ashby. He's starting to dictate the game. He's got his goal, got his side back on level terms. Just starting to dictate it a little bit. And if Gloucester can nullify him, they're going to get more success and get more of the ball. Do you think there's any sense that Armstrong almost came out a little bit too quickly on the first and, and maybe just a little bit more hesitant that time just yeah, to definitely. come out and maybe smother the ball when he probably should have come out and been a little bit more confident in that situation in the end Fonku going down in the challenge and here he is looking dangerous again but Ty Duffus just getting his body in the way and Armstrong clearing, cleaning up in goal pretty comfortably in the end Ty Duffus just getting in the right position there to avoid any danger. Fonku just starting to get into the game as well. That front three, Parker, Ashby and Fonku just starting to have a few more brighter moments and, and starting to look dangerous. But here is Doral driving forward, tackled in the final third. And Oxford City do get back on the ball again and just neat triangles to get out as well. Excellent touch in the middle. Fine tackle though from Spencer Hamilton and they're back in the final third. Here is Pinchard driving at the back line. Cutting inside, is that a penalty? His referee says he's taken the ball and Harry Pinchard just showed a little bit too much of that to the defender. And suddenly it is Oxford on the attack, but good opportunity that for Pinchard. Found himself in acres of space driving at the back line. Just show too much of it in the end. Oxford City now getting back on the ball. Here is Parker dropping deep to Ashby. They work the ball along. Here's Ewers. Just two or three yards of space around him. Parker now picking up the ball again in a deep position. Here they come again. Oxford City just... Always getting one that's dropped just a little bit deep in that final third. 
Ashby this time just dropping deep. Here's Tafari Moore. And Oxford City just go back into their shape again, but at the other end, a good chance for, for Pinchard. I think the uh, the thing with the penalty shot is you have to look at the player's body language. There wasn't too much of a complaint from the Gloucester City players. That is enough really to show that the referee probably got it about right. But just noticing there, Josh, the way Oxford are moving that ball, Gloucester's midfielder, I don't want to say they're all over the place, but they're not together. We talk about the back line needing to be together, Spence Hammond needing to control the back line and they're stepping up and what have you. But there, you know, Gloucester are trying to press the ball that's getting passed around but they're pressing individually. They're not pressing as a team. Joe Hanks is just isolated compared to the other two, Jarrell and McGrory next to him. Again, that's just a sign of a new team, new players being put together. But if I was Tim Flowers, I'd be noticing that and they really need to work as a unit because at the moment when Ashby's dropping in and getting the ball, you know, when the front three for Oxford are coming in and getting the ball, they're getting a lot of space and they're getting space to be able to turn on the ball and be able to pass into the you know, forward channels and it's really going to affect Gloucester the way the game's going. And it really is interesting to see how one of the forward three always just dropping into that little bit of space here is Von Koo. But Ty Duffus just getting in there at the key moment. Trialist clears but only to the halfway line where Oxford City can build again. Free kick given just halfway inside the Gloucester City half and it's a good opportunity actually for Oxford City they can certainly play very neat football but they've also got an opportunity to now load the box and it's another good test for Gloucester City's defence almost shaping up to go short for this one doesn't look as if they're going to play the ball into the box Ashby just plays the ball to the right hand side and they can build again but it's a very deep line from Gloucester City who are yet to get out at the moment just two or three yards of space too much for Moore who delivers into a dangerous position cleared and it's a strike towards goal from Ewers but left footed looked as if it was going to go down the throat of Armstrong but two or three yards over his goal and Gloucester City can breathe again well, we're quite fortunate in where we're sat, really, Josh, that, you know, we can see the free kick and the way Gloss City is shaping up there. You know, it was cleared initially. Spence Hammond's got the centre-halves up. They've all gone up. But the wing-back on either side, just lagging behind. There was another Gloss City player on that far side, too. Just slow to get out. And it's just causing those pockets of spaces behind the centre-halves that, you know, Oxford City are trying to get in behind every opportunity. And it is, you know, it's almost glaringly obvious from, from where we're sat you know it would be a concern for me Tim Flowers did say after the 2-2 draw against Bracknell that a 3-5-2 didn't necessarily work in the formation that they played and it was a bit of a shame that they had to change in pre-season but it's not also a bad thing to, to be trying new things and, and trying to get it right in pre-season No but what, what they're playing at the moment is Danny right on top on his own and the midfielders aren't getting up nearer to him. He's becoming a bit more isolated. Since his goal, he's become very isolated. You know, they've got options on the bench, young players who can carry the ball, can dribble the ball, can support him. They've got Harry Edwards on the bench, uh, Harry Williams on the bench, sorry. So, you know, they, they do have options to be able to change it. You know, the 11 they've started with, is this going to be Goss City's ideal 11? Probably not. 
you have to try out these players and see what works best. And for me, I'd be looking at potentially tweaking it. Talking off that bench, let me take you through who is on the Gloucester City bench this evening. Joe Parker, Harry Williams, Felix Miles, Ewan Richards, who was confirmed by the club as a new signing alongside Cartel Davis before the match and Harry Emmett alongside three trialists as well. Be interesting to see where the changes are made to Tim Flower's side, but Oxford City now getting on the move. Parker looking to break the lines, tied off as is round and in good time, touch out his feet and clears. Nice touch from Doral, but second touch is almost into the tackle and offside given against Parker after he goes towards the ball just slightly. He was always in an offside position, just coming back after breaking the line up with Duffus. Just wondering if it came off Doral into his path. And I think that was what he was just maybe playing on, but referee blew up for offside. Into the final third is Pinchard. Can he get it turned? It's a throw in in the final third for Gloucester City. Just a little bit more of a straight ball that time, just to get him behind. It's always an option against the side who play good football. They always want to try and play a high line. Just try and break that line slightly. Maybe don't want to do it too much and become predictable at the same time, but Gloucester City just got into that final third now. Chance to deliver. Right-footed. Floats it towards the back post and expertly caught and the break's on now Fonku driving forward that's a heavy challenge in from Hanks he could get a yellow card here yes breaking up the play the card's out the pocket already his head's down towards position but the referee's going to call him back Fonku just invited the challenge slightly and Hanks took the bait it's a little bit of frustration from Joe Hanks really you know Gloucester from that throwing on that far side just too slow too slow for me to decide what they're going to do to get the ball in the box to be able to try and feed Danny Wright and get players in amongst them the difference keep a catch at Fox C bowls it out straight away Oxford trying to run at City quickly trying to you know take it to their host as quickly as possible little nip in on the halfway line Joe Hanks has no option but to hack his man down that's the difference between two sides at the moment I think that cohesion will come for Gloucester City you're just seeing a bit of a disjointed uh, first 45 for me. Yeah, it was a positive opening for Gloucester City. First 10 minutes, they did have a couple of bright sparks, but since then it has been Oxford, Oxford City's half. Starting to dominate the ball, starting to really put the foot down, but the goals at the moment are even. Uh, Oxford City coming again, Fonku. Just getting dispossessed that time. Coming out towards this right, this left-hand side for Oxford City. Excellent challenge in from Ashby. Just seems to be popping up everywhere at the moment. Someone needs to just get on him. Uh, you know, it's old school, old school marking. <clears throat> you know, you just got to get that man almost acting as his shadow a little bit. As I said, the midfield aren't cohesive enough between them to be able to figure it out. I mean, looking at this straight away, obviously they've played it. Hanks, McGrory, they've all run on. Ashby's in acres of space. He's trying to nip in behind. You know, he's just being left to wander around this pitch and he is running it. Here is more on this left-hand side again. Just coming out with the ball. Hamilton clears towards Wright, who takes a touch, but is dispossessed. Hanks gets a foot in as well. 
Oxford City come away with the ball and really neat play as well. Is that a foul? Nothing given from the referee and Pinchard finds, almost finds right, but it's dispossessed by Fleet. And Oxford City can build again. 37 minutes on the clock. It's still one all here at the Tiger Turf Stadium. And here is another what looks like attack from Oxford City. Moore finds Harrison. Back to Moore. Looking to play a little give and go in there, but the ball back towards Moore is overhit. And Gloucester City can get back on the ball. A commentary tonight here from Gloucester City, first of the season on seven sports. All commentaries this season are sponsored by SoFab Sports. Remember to check out their range of sportswear online. Don't forget to use the code 7sport20 at the checkout to receive that 20% off. All commentaries this season are sponsored by SoFab Sports. On the pitch, Armstrong can collect the ball pretty easily. But when you're looking at the half as a whole, where do you think Gloucester City have been? At times, you do think they have a positive bit to play, but they have been defending for most of the half, haven't they? Yeah, I think they, what I want to see from Gloucester City is I want to see more positivity when they do have the ball. You know, as I said uh, a couple of times in the half, a little bit too slow. Not moving it quick enough. You know, it's Oxford City side, well drilled, well organised. You have to break them down. The goal the Gloss City scored, they moved it quickly. Danny Wright made the run. He's then in behind. It's all about moving it quickly, stretching his defence, finding that gap to then penetrate to get the goal. You know, the difference in the two sides, Oxford City using the ball better. And I talked about it earlier on. The side that will use the ball better will end up getting the, the positive result they want. And Oxford at the moment are just shading it. Yeah, just showing that little bit of class. The side, as we mentioned earlier, promoted to the National League. Their first day of the season is against Oldershot. And soon come the games against Oldham and the rest in the National League. Very tough National League. National League won by Wrexham last season and Notts County going up through the playoffs. But it's the sixth tier that Gloucester City are focusing towards this season. Blood Spartans on day one on August the 5th, followed by a home game against Bishop Stortford the following week. But it's about trying to get the team right in these pre-season games. An opportunity now for Oxford City driving forward. Ball delivered in, but just not falling the way of Oxford City. Gloucester City do clear. Danny Wright being forced almost just trying to hold the ball up inside his own half and it's difficult for Danny Wright, lone striker as he is, to really get anything from that in the end. A throw in was probably the best impact. Danny Wright just almost being forced too deep at times, isn't he, in this first half? Yeah, it's the classic when you've got a one man up top, really. You just find a bit of isolation, bit of, uh, you know, a bit of a gap between the lines. You know, your defence and your midfield end up being on top of each other and then there's a big, massive gap to your striker. You need to be able to close all three, but yet 
move as a unit up and down the pitch and you know act as that one press. We talked about earlier on about how the midfield almost going one after another, just pressing. It's not not the way to go about it. Yeah, Danny Wright playing as a lone striker tonight. It'd be interesting to see if that changes in the second half. At the moment, things are all square here. The Oxford City are pressing well. And in the past 10, 15 minutes, probably have had the better of the game. But Doral just taking this thing out of things there. Just getting a foul for his Gloucester City teammates and getting them 10, 15 yards up the pitch as well. Four minutes until the break. And Gloucester City probably holding on is a bit of an overstatement. But certainly Oxford City are looking the better side. Yeah, and I think that's partly down to the fact that, you know, they're a settled side. We talked about this Gloucester City side being a, a new side that's almost being thrown together. You know, that's, that's what it feels like. And you know, that's what the Gloucester City fans will feel it's like. And, and that's why they're frustrated. That's why, you know, they get to a, the playoffs, as they did last year, with a side that played some fantastic football. You know, the only one that's really stayed is the sub-goalie. You know, that's the frustrating element of that. So it is a side that is going to be a bit hit and miss. Are they going to start the season particularly well? Time will tell. But ultimately, in these early days, it's all about finding what works, what's best. And, you know, games like this are going to be a tough watch. But you have to enjoy them to potentially get the fruits of your labour. And a free kick towards the middle of the Oxford City half, Doral. Just tying his left foot, tying his left lace before delivering this right-footed towards the box. Oxford City just holding quite a high line there, just outside the penalty area. What's interesting is every Oxford City player is back. A couple of minutes before half-time. That's how much it means just to, you know, not go in behind, even in a pre-season friendly. But it also means with Gloucester can just push those men forward. The two centre-halves are going forward, three centre-halves, I should say. Referee blows his whistle, Doral to take. Drifts it in towards the back post. Duff us up. Heads it just. Doesn't get the connection he would have wanted. More wanted power across the goal, but instead just glances it towards the far post and never any trouble. But just that a drifted option of a, of a ball instead of probably looking towards one and a half... 90 seconds before the break and you're a bit surprised he's drifted the ball to, towards the back post yeah, that time. Yeah, and what hasn't helped Gloucester City there is that the Oxford City defenders have gone up for it and missed the header so it's probably just seen uh, Doofus just slightly close his eyes a little bit and that's why you know there's no conviction no uh, you know real force in the header slightly close of eyes lack of concentration just where he's not predicting it and that's the difference. Jamie Record just getting a good tackling on that far side. Or maybe a ricochet into the favour of Armstrong, who collects the ball. 60 seconds until the board is up for how many minutes we have of additional time. Warm-ups underway on the sidelines. Interesting to see how many changes are made. Never getting the full complement and always good to try a number of different options in pre-season. I think Gloss City may also take up that option, try and change a few things, try a few things out, never a problem to do so. Just a bit of a midfield battle at the moment, and throw in 
Inglos City's half. They'll be buoyed by the signings of Ewan Richards and Cartel Davis announced before kickoff tonight as well. Gloss City announcing that. It was interesting to see whether they'd announce it before or whether they'd go for it after, but they have decided to go before the game and it, it's another positive step, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And I mean, you know, we're expecting changes at half time. I think everyone in the ground probably would have expected that regardless of what the score is and how the game would have gone. You know, plenty of players still fighting for a place within this lost side. You know, plenty of trialists on show still. It's starting to come together. It's starting to take shape in terms of a full squad. So, you know, second half will be interesting to see how that, you know, Gloucester City 11 as it is, uh, you know, work and how the formation's put together. I think Gloucester just need to be positive. They need to be positive when they do come on. The likes of Felix Miles, Harry Emmett, I've seen them over the years. Anyone who's listening or even was in the game tonight, you know, these are players that when you get the ball to their feet, they can make stuff happen, regardless of who they're against. You know, I have no doubt that you know, they can improve as well as players. Just got to give them a chance. Absolutely that. And will Gloss City give them the minutes in the second half in this pre-season friendly? Currently 1-1. We are in to added time. No board as of yet. Doesn't look like we're going to get the board in the pre-season game. We are into the 47th minute of this first half. Neatly worked out to this far side where Moore picks up. Just drifts it inside. Touch out his feet. It comes to the back post. Parker goes for it just out of his reach. And the linesman's flag is up for offside and must be up against Parker there. Who was in a really ideal position on the six-yard box. Almost surprised he didn't get the touch on it. The chance has come there for Oxford. It talks about you know, them playing it quickly. And again, little nipping passes, cut it back, crossed first time into that box. And uh, the flag just went up and there goes the half-time whistle. There does go the half-time whistle. It is 1-1 at the break. If it's anything like the previous friendly last season, a 3-3 draw between these two sides. We're in for an exciting second half, but it is 1-1 at the break. Gloss City will be fairly pleased to go in with the scoreline, but at the same time, they'll be living a little bit of a charmed life with that 1-1 so far, Ryan. Yeah, definitely. You know, they did very, very well to go ahead. Um, at the time, you'd say the game was finally poised in the balance. But on the whole, over the first 45 minutes, obviously have been the better side. We probably expected them to be. But you know what you would say from Gloucester is there have been aspects that have been disappointing. They are going to come together. The cohesion's going to be there. You know, I've talked about it in that first half, and you know, I'll, I'll say it again and again: the cohesion will come. And you can just tell a little bit disjointed, but it'll improve. And that first half, in the end, jo it was Josh Ashby cancelling out. The goal from Danny Wright. Found himself isolated at times, but he has got the goal at the number nine for Gloss City. It's 1-1 at the break. Join us for second half commentary after this short break. This is Seven Sports Live. And we're back live here at the Tiger Turf Stadium for Seven Sports Live. Gloucester City 1, Oxford City 1 in a pre-season friendly, both sides 
scoring very well, taking goals, it's got to be said. Danny Wright for Gloucester City, putting him ahead before Josh Ashby, who's probably been the best player on the pitch with the equaliser for the visitors. Just as the players are coming back onto the pitch here at the Tiger Turf Stadium, we have some score lines for you in around the ground in pre-season friendly, starting with Bishop's Cleave. They're 0-0 with Brimpton Front. That scoreline is courtesy of Chalford manager Ben Powell, who's there in attendance. Feckenham lead Bourton Rovers, six goals to nil. Dursley trail Timberton Rocks by a goal to nil. Shortwood United are beating Fairford Town 1-0, and that is at half-time. Uh, Newham Town are 5-0 up against English Bickner. Tough League were 1-0 up against Sporting Inkbarrow away. Um, that looks like it is still that scoreline at the moment. Uh, Slimbridge 0-0 away at, good question, Ryan, Old Abertonians. Uh, they also have the new Slimbridge. They've put out that their friendly against Gardner Whitman on Saturday has been postponed. Uh, elsewhere, that looks about it. Forest Green still trading four goals to nil in their pre-season friendly against Coventry. Of course, new manager at the helm at the New Lawn Stadium. But elsewhere, that is about it. Obviously, we are focusing on this game here, which is Gloucester City versus Oxford City. And before we go back to Josh Evans with the live commentary, a reminder, you can get in contact with us via social media on Twitter at 7sport, facebook.com forward slash 7sport and info at 7sport.co.uk. Matt Yates has said he's listening, former 7sport, I would say employee, but he was the, the, the head honcho. He was the main man. He is listening. Proud of Matt. He's building his son a brand new bed. Exciting. Been getting the updates from him. He's doing a great job. And we do miss Matt dearly. Gloucester City fans, away to our left-hand side. Trying to take their places back in the T-end. And as we do that, the players getting ready. And Josh Evans is here for the next 45 minutes. Thank you very much, Ryan. As you said, 1-1 at the break. And Gloucester City will be looking for a positive second half as the whistle goes. And that is Oxford City kicking us off in the second half. Shooting from left to right in this second half. Oh, Gloss City almost getting on the ball straight away and breaking forward as well. But a poor touch in that middle midfield. As it is pre-season, very difficult to... Oh, free kick given, look to win the ball there from Oxford City, but the referee seems to have given a foul, almost going over the ball slightly in that situation. One of those gets the ball, but maybe in the dangerous category there. Yeah, the ball sort of stayed still as the challenge was coming in, and it probably looks worse than what it actually was. Gossi's uh, winger over on that far side has done, done him a, a service by getting up straight away. There's a yellow card that's been brandished. I don't think it may have wanted a yellow card. As I said, it probably did look worse than what it actually was. Bit of a harsh one, but then you look at somebody, well, Joe Hanks' yellow card, it looked like a bad one. So you've got to say it's consistency, so you've got, to, you've got to praise it. Absolutely. We do have a couple of trialists come on, number 15 and number 19 for Gloucester City. But the free kick coming in. Delivered deep towards, towards Hamilton, but collected nicely by the Oxford City goalkeeper. Just a little bit too much air on that delivery from that right-hand side. For Gloucester City that time, a little bit too comfortable for the goalkeeper. Yeah, it's nice uh, inventiveness from Spence Hammer at the far post, just trying to create a bit of space. But he pushed the defender into his own man and both went down and 
no free kicks given in that position. But, you know, what you would say is both halves have started with positivity from Gloucester City and we mentioned that, you know, they need to be positive, particularly when they're in possession this half. You know, and when they were out of it last uh, 45 minutes, maybe a bit too slow to try and get together and press together. I think it is also another change for Gloucester City. I think Felix Miles is also on the pitch on that right-hand side. But just deep inside Gloucester's half this time. Difficult to see in the dugouts. But a free kick given to Oxford City in a dangerous position as well. Doesn't seem too many changes on the Oxford City side. Either dangerous front three all intact as well for Oxford City. Over the free kick, deep into Gloucester City's half, Josh Ashby. Dangerous man in that first half, right-footed, set to deliver. A one-man wall, taken all the way back to the 10-yard mark. Lost City notably deeper in their stance than Oxford City. But Ashby to deliver. The referee blows his whistle, right-footed. Short, flicked arm, almost very, very neatly done back there to get the ball clear. Gloss City, little penned in, but the free kick given. Little bit too easy that time to give the free kick away in that far corner. I think it was Carroll deep inside the Gloss City half. Just to get a little bit too tight on that occasion. Just giving Gloss City a bit of an easy way out there. Yeah, they've got the likes of Harry Emmett on this pitch now. You know, he's a player who likes getting the ball at his feet, likes running it. His opposition, he'll make the game wider. He'll, you know, stretch the play. You know, they're kind of incidents where Gloucester just need that impetus to just get themselves forward, get themselves up the pitch. And uh, you know, Gloucester just got, as I said, the positivity's got to be there. They've got to believe in what they're doing, and almost not be afraid to take risks. And as I say, that is play a hopeless ball all the way forward to the goalkeeper. Number 19, the trialist. Just coming on to that left centre-back role alongside Hamilton and Duffus on his right-hand side. Just playing that ball forward. Here is a chance for Oxford City to get back on the ball. Dropping very deep in position there was Reese Fleet, but just nice little bits of play in there. Almost getting through there. Ewers just intercepted. Very nicely there in the middle of midfield. You are listening to Seven Sports live commentary this evening from Tiger Turf Stadium. 1-1 with 50 minutes played. Five minutes into the second half. Gloss City may be a little fortunate to be level at half-time, but certainly a good exercise. And you'd say that so far they've, they've learned a few things in that first half. Oxford City coming again. Here's Parker on the left on the left side. Just chips it towards the back post, but cleared by the Gloucester City man. Danny Wright cut an isolated figure in that first half, but just trying to have to battle against two or three men and can't hold the ball up that time either. Very difficult job for the man up top tonight. Oxford City coming again. Ewers just trying to squeeze the ball through, but Gloucester just getting enough numbers around the ball that time. 
just to almost just smother the attack. Yeah, you know, Gloucester there, just disappointing. You know, ball's going out to Danny Wright. He's got three orange shirts around him. I talked about the midfield need to just get closer. You need to have players in and around Danny Wright or he is going to be an isolated figure and you might as well take him off. So, you know, the midfield just has to work a little bit harder for me. And again, we talk about lack of cohesion, not really going as a unit or anything like that. And it's just starting to show and it's going to become quite comfortable for Oxford City as the game goes on. Here is Pinchard. Knee little ball through. Oh, and just the ball across, just not. Into Danny Wright's path. He was interested for a second. I think it was a trialist on that far side, number 20. Difficult to see with the black number on green shirt. Oxford City now looking to come forward with the ball. Excellent tackle by number 19, the trialist. Just getting there at the right time. Record to number 15. Another trialist out there for Gloucester City tonight. We thought they'd make changes. And I think they have in the second half, haven't they, Ryan? Yeah, good defending that on the halfway line. Oxford looked like they were just starting to get that space and try and work it forward. And good recovery tackle from the trialist. Who looks like an absolute unit. Cuts a similar figure of uh, Kennedy Diggy, who uh, was here for Gloucester City last year, of course, when he was fit and wasn't injured. Certainly adds a little bit more height to that back line of uh, already six foot plus of Duffus and Spencer Hamilton as well. Oxford City coming forward again, Parker. Just not working out that time. Just those numbers looking forward again. Now it's a dangerous position for Oxford City. Just slowed it down slightly. Bushel just being forced a little wider than he'd have liked. Fonku. And then that just injection of pace slightly. Fonku on the ball. Comes across pitch. Just almost turned it into danger. Duffus in the end gets a header on it. Wasn't sure what was behind him that time. In the end, no man. But the ball happened so quickly that he wasn't quite sure what was behind him. And he, in the end, a corner could have been avoidable there. Yeah, both sides really have been affected by the half-time break, by all the substitutions that are obviously going to take place. You know, just slow. Even on the city there, really slow to just move it around and, uh, and what have you. A couple of full times. Uh, Forest Green have lost 4 0. Newman have won 6 0. Uh, also a half time score. Hartbury University won Formbury 0. Pre season in full flow for Gloucestershire's sides. Hit corner drifted in, headed towards goal, cleared off the line. Brilliant. Brilliant pasture play almost. Brilliant ball towards the back post, floated in, headed directly towards goal and cleared perfectly off the line. I've read the corner as Oxford City come again. Fonku inside, drifted, strike. Armstrong saves, tips over the bar. A little bit of pressure, a couple of corners for Oxford City and suddenly the pressure has just started to come on, but Armstrong deals with the effort, long range effort just from outside the area pretty well that time. Well, a save you probably expect Armstrong to make, but he's still got to you know, get up and, and tip it over the crossbar. 
Gloucester nearly caught out from that corner. Great defending on the line. Not quite sure from here who exactly it was who headed off the line, but you know, great positioning. In fact, it looks like from the opposite angle, it was Harry Emmett at the near post. If it was him, fair play. But if not, whoever it was, someone in the green and white shirt has saved their side from going behind. Another drifted ball towards the back post. This time dealt with better by Gloucester City. They're not completely clear. Offside flag is up. Armstrong tips over. Didn't know. He didn't know the flag was Absolutely up there. Absolutely didn't know that the ball that the flag was going to go up, and he dealt with the situation well. Just a bouncing ball over the top, and Armstrong just put a mitt up, tipped it over the bar, but offside flag is up at the same time. Again, a little bit of a concern at how easy. The, the gaps are appearing in the, the defence when the ball is cleared in the first phase. Second phase, a little bit gappy. And uh, also City nearly nipping in, nearly taking advantage of that. And uh, you know, it is a danger, and it has been a danger all game so far. So it's not a surprise that you know, Gloucester haven't tightened that up yet. Yeah, Oxford City are oh, pressing, but almost coming through that time for Emmett. Oxford City cleared. The ball's still in the half, though, of Oxford City out within the end and Gloucester City throw in halfway inside at the Gloucester City half another opportunity for Gloucester City going the ball few and far between at times only the second third time they've been out the half in this second half but Danny right now on the ball just plays the ball neatly through perfect opportunity just closed down at the final moment number 15 trialist just deals with it nicely and a lovely ball through for from Duffus as well. It's another throw-in, but better, better ball retention that time. Just at least keeping the attack going. Yeah. Sometimes the the attacks can just fall to fall to pieces a little bit too quickly. Just keeping the pressure on that time. Yeah, and they've moved it a lot better there. Moved it very quickly. Tried to be incisive with the passing that they're making, and that's what Gloucester City just need to do. They need to try and do that more so just to build confidence and also you know excite the crowd a little bit get the crowd on your side it's very very quiet here at the Tycliffe Stadium and you know, a little bit of concern around the place yeah that time good from Jamie Record two intercept Hamilton just clearing his lines he felt he only had one touch to get that ball clear and he certainly did that but Oxford City come again the offside flag doesn't go up that time and Oxford City do keep the ball in play through full back an opportunity Armstrong out to get rid but just about does enough and Emmett does the full job did get a whack actually did Armstrong in being brave and going out for that ball seems like it did take a bit of a heavy whack and the uh, physio as is being called on he's been kept busy tonight hasn't he hasn't he the physio yeah I didn't quite see what happened there really it looked like Armstrong had uh, come out and, and blocked and smothered a, a chance but yeah, he doesn't seem to be too comfortable. Elliot Jones has gone to warm up. He isn't, isn't officially named on the team sheet, but he is a pre-season friendly, so he has been here all the time. So he, he'd come on if Armstrong does need to come off, but Armstrong does look to be OK. Looks like Joe Parker getting called over to potentially come on for Gloucester. Be interested to see how long Danny Wright has left in his legs. Absolutely. Striker playing the lone striker tonight is Danny Wright. It's been a, certainly a tough night for him as well. Got the goal to his name. Had chances few and far between in terms of goal mouth action. Had to lead the line at times tonight. That lone striker role. 
And as we approach our, the hour mark, you would expect to see changes, wouldn't you, in the in the attacking areas as well? Yeah, you'd expect to see the final sort of phase of the the subs that you have available to you. You know, if anyone's going to get any decent minutes, it's going to be the next sort of five minutes or so, half an hour, 25 minutes, 20 minutes. They're the sort of times that, you know, some of the players need to get into to their legs, really. But in equal measure, you want to give the players that are out there as long as possible to try and, you know, find what works between them. A couple of subs getting ready for C. Just a reminder, it is the first commentary of the season here at the Tiger Turf Stadium. From us here at Seven Sport, I'm joined alongside Ryan Butler for the first commentary as we approach the hour mark. It is still 1-1 here on Oxford City side. Promoted last season, but Gloucester City certainly a few moments of joy in the final third, and this could be one of them. It's a chance just towards the edge of the box. Just comes back. Very neat interplay onto the edge of the box. Strike towards goal. Brilliant finish. What a goal that is from Pinchard. Just swivels on the ball. Just outside the area. Left footed and a peach of a strike into the far corner. Nestles into the side netting. And some cheers meted from the left of us and the T end. It's a fine strike from Pinchard. And it's 2-1 to Gloucester City. That's what Gloucester City need to do. They need to move it quickly. And right there on the edge of the box, little one-touch passing. Yeah, there's a couple of touches in there that looked accidental, but the passing was quick. The passing and movement was there. And then Pinchard, yard of space, he's whipped it back across himself. Keeper's got no chance in off the post. And Gloucester restored their lead. And you would say, over the balance of the game, against one of play but in the second half in particular they have moved it a little bit better and they've done well then here's Danny Wright who will depart and there are a couple of changes coming for Gloss City it does see the introduction of new signing Jan Richards and also Joe Parker taking to the pitch a very impressive pre-season so far for Joe Parker goals against Morventown and Hungerford Town in that lot, but Harry Pinchard will be very, very happy with that goal and Gloucester City to come again. It's 2-1 to Gloucester City here at the Tiger Turf Stadium. It's National League, Oxford City. It's been an evening where it's been a, if there's been a goal, it's been a lot of quality, hasn't there? Yeah, definitely. The quality's been there. Um, you know, the improvement has been there for everyone to see in the second half, just, just using that ball a little bit better. As we said in the first half, that's just what they need to do. Gloss City coming again. Just a couple of neat one-twos in there. Almost just like the goal. Just took Oxford City by surprise a little bit, I think. Almost. Yeah, a little bit. I'd say so. But we, I said, you know, they had to, you know, Gloucester had to try and find a way to get the crowd on their side. And they've managed to do that. Still a little bit quiet away to our left-hand side. You know, the new TN that's now the old new TN or whatever you want to call it. Just still a little bit quiet. I think they're still reserved in what they've seen so far this pre-season and what they're seeing today in particular. But, you know, if Gloucester were to hang on and win the game, it would only be good experience and instill a bit of confidence in this side. Absolutely. And Oxford City also yet to find a win in their pre-season. This is their third game 
0 draw against Salisbury on the 4th of July, followed by a 1-1 draw against Nuneaton Borough. So they themselves will be looking for some form going into the National League season before they meet Aldershot on day one of the National League campaign. But it's Gloucester City tonight who have the lead. And you have to say, Danny Wright also coming off on the 60-minute mark to, to Joe Parker coming on. How, how exciting can he be this season for Gloucester City fans? Yeah, I think Joe Parker is one of the good signings. You know, you look at a number of the players that Gloucester needed to bring in. They're always going to bring in a number of the local players. You know, Parker provides you an option through the middle, out on the wing. And, you know, a bit of pace. That's what Gloucester City need going forward, particularly to utilise their home pitch. Use the ball quickly, players who can dribble the ball quickly and also get in behind quickly. And if it's anything like so far, he will be asked to do a bit of hold-up play as well. As Danny Wright found on a number of occasions that first half, but it is Oxford City who look to press, but they are just not got themselves together as much in the second half, and it finds its way out to Emmett on the right-hand side of Gloucester. Numbers getting towards the box. Parker and record inside the area, but just coming out. And Gloucester City just with that bit more confidence on the ball. They can almost play that five, ten yards further forward now with the defence, can just step up and maybe the midfield can just almost get off their toes a little bit and just almost find, the, find their own space. Yeah, Gloucester are doing well what Oxford City did to them in the first half and that is just, you know, make them chase it a little bit. You know, Oxford are having to work a little bit harder than they probably had to in periods in that first half and, you know, Gloucester need to capitalise. Here is an Oxford City attack, strike towards goal. Poor effort in the end, really. It was that man, Josh Ashby. Dangerous in the first half, but probably not the right option to take the strike on from there. Really difficult strike to bend it right into the far corner, wasn't it? Yeah, it's going to have to be something special there to beat the keeper, really. You know, it's keeper's side. You have to whip it from right all the way to the left. You know, only David Beckham really can, can do that time and time after again, you know, and hit that top corner. Josh Ashby's a good player, but he's not that good. From what we have seen tonight, Josh Ashby, he has been one of the leading lights in that Oxford City side. Really positive performance from him. Looks like we're about to see an influx of Oxford City substitutions, including the goalkeeper. Get ready for this, mate. Which is a problem for me. But until then, Oxford City will build forward. Excellent tackle that time from our left centre-back trialist. Just nipping in there at the right time, just winning the ball. And he has been positive so far, hasn't he? Yeah, definitely. Just uh, counting, including the goalkeeper, potentially seven Oxford City substitutions to happen. Oh, no, eight. This could be, uh, this could be a long, long after, well, long end of the half here. It starts the second half with a pretty similar side. The changes, as ever in pre-season, due to come at some point. It almost might just be a little bit of a pointer that Gloss City have, in the first 20 minutes of this second half, they have really stamped their own authority, haven't they? They're just doing the basics right. They're doing the basics, well, they're doing the basics better than what they did in the first half. Not to say they were doing them wrong in the first half. It just says the more urgency, a bit of tempo to their play. 
you know, he's just looking a bit more united. But as we said in pre-season, you're always going to get that. You're always going to get to try and find what works and give players minutes to be able to find that. Gloss City's game tonight was said to be the toughest statistically in terms of the test that they will have in pre-season against a very good football inside in Oxford City. But yeah, they are showing their prowess and it's a goalkeeper just getting a touch on the ball I think just to send out for a throw and a little bit difficult to see from this angle whether Armstrong did get a touch on it but it is a throw in to Oxford City deep in Gloss City's half makes his way out to the flank just searching for that crossing opportunity at the moment works his way to this near side towards the dugouts and then just a bit of a rash call just to try and switch the play again. Oxford City do get back on the ball. Just a reminder, you are listening to Seven Sports. First commentary of the 2023-24 season. And tonight's commentary and all of our commentaries, in fact, are sponsored this season by SoFab Sports. A reminder to go to SoFab Sports and check out their range of sportswear. And don't forget to use the code 7sport20 at the checkout to receive that 20% off your order. Sponsorship throughout the season with SoFab Sports for live commentaries. The first of the season live from Tiger Turf Stadium. Three quarters of the way through the game so far here at the Tiger Turf. And Gloss City do lead 2-1 over National League Oxford City it used to be a National League South game back in the 2018-2019 season and Gloss City in fact did have the rub of the green that season uh, a double over their Oxfordshire counterparts a 1-0 in both games in fact 7th of August and 19th of January in fact so it's forms in Gloss City's favour <laughs> well are we pleased with that particularly you know this new look Gloss City side <coughs> and five years later the form book or maybe not the form book maybe just history on Gloss City side maybe in this friendly as well they can get another win under their belt with a new look side like you said Tim Flowers taking the reins this season Building in a very new squad. Maybe not the finished article just yet, but one step in the foot, right direction. Parker just getting the foul on the edge of the box there. I think he felt the contact on his left shoulder. Put himself between man and the ball, didn't he? And it just started leaning into him. Knew what he was doing. Not to say he bought the foul, but you know, he, he, he was playing for it. Absolutely, Parker has been dangerous, certainly. I've been a willing rudder up front tonight for Oxford City. Dangerous position. Looks like that man Ashby is going to be over the ball right-footed. Probably not a great angle for the right-footer here. Just slightly right of centre. A decent way out. It's going to be a tricky one whether to go for a shot or go for the cross. It's going to have to be a very delicate cross at the same time. Ashby just spotting the ball up again. Armstrong just trying to get his wall in that right position. Is it a chance to bend this around the wall? 
massive chance for Oxford City here. The ball just in front of the 18-yard box. Looking at probably 30 yards out here for Ashby. Right-footed, bends it round the wall and finds that bottom corner outside. Like we mentioned, was that wall in the right position and Ashby almost pretty easily bends it round that wall. And Armstrong just gets a hand to it, but can only help it further into the corner of the net. You, you ask questions about the wall, I would ask questions about Armstrong. I think he's maybe just too far to its right hand side. And ultimately, that could be the difference in him saving it there. He's got to cross well to get a hand on it. But if his starting position is a little bit central, he probably saves that for me. Yeah, you're almost looking at the wall. It didn't look a great angle for the right footer unless he whipped it around the wall. And that should be in the end. Just gets around. Almost looked a little bit too easy just to bend it around the wall and find that bottom corner. Armstrong, to his credit, like you said, did get a hand on it, but... Well, the, the thing is, the free kick was was too near central for me to, you know, if I was a goalkeeper, to be standing to one side. You've got to take a, a step, not even a yard, just a step nearer to the middle for me. Gave him a massive target. We talked about Josh Ashby, how good he can be. He's that good of a player. He's able just to find it. You know, he didn't have to be right in the corner. He could see he had enough of the goal to aim at, and ultimately it's the goal. Bit of a blow for Gloucester City. Having been the better side in this second half so far, you'd probably say Oxford City shaded the first 45, but Gloucester City certainly in the second half have been a lot more positive and almost a bit of a blow that it's now gone to 2-2. Well, you would say it's Gloucester City almost used to be in this situation. Chance for Oxford City. Oh, and it's a chance, but it's not taken. Ended up flying over towards the units behind the goal and a new ball asked for, but Warning signs for Gloucester City. Yeah, and just before I was going to say, you know, Gloucester used to be in this position. The last two friendlies, of course, being 2-1 up in both. Going on to draw the game 2-2. Looks like at the moment, if the, the game stopped now, it'd be a similar trend. Is that a sign that potentially, you know, they're good enough to be able to get themselves in front, but maybe not good enough and streetwise enough to be able to stay in front? You know, it's a bit of a needless free kick to give away. Pretty easy to give away. Pretty easy for... For, for Parker to win the free kick for Oxford City. So, you know, there are things that need to be considered and taken into consideration when you're, you know, assessing the game. And it was Parker's last impact on the game. In fact, he's off the pitch now as Oxford City have made their changes. 2-2 approaching the 75-minute mark in this game. You listen to Seven Sport, first live coverage of the season, Gloss City 2, Oxford City 2. Here's another chance for Oxford City. Spencer Hamilton just getting the foot in there, but the chance is still on. And that time blocked just in the nick of time. Ball recycled outside to the flank. And Oxford City almost a little bit of a confidence boost just to score from the free kick, and now they're starting to get on the ball a little bit more. Yeah, he's had his quiet period, hasn't he, Ashby? And you know, he has shown glimpses all game of just how he can, you know, run it a little bit. Chance to deliver. Spencer Hamilton, stooping header, only for as far as the edge of the box, but eventually the ball is cleared. Chance to break. Just breaking into the half. Parker looking for the ball forward. Just not getting his getting it right that time. And Emmett just on a different wavelength there. 
And Gloucester City's attack breaks down, back into a shape they go. As Oxford City just get into the Gloucester City half. Come back, recycle the ball. And go the other way. Chance that time to break, but it looks like it could be few and far between chances if it's anything to look at. Right now for Gloucester City, more of a counter-attacking style now that's gone 2-2 almost. Here is Oxford City driving again. Cleared up towards Parker, who's asked to get a hold of the ball almost. A little bit isolated. It's a oh, chance for Oxford City. Poor touch in the end back there, and Armstrong's clearance is charged down, just about gets away with it. And Gloss City have a foul, just a bit of a frantic period for Gloss City here. Yeah, just, you know, the goals almost panicked them a little bit. Oxford City, it's almost settled them down. And the pattern of the game is, is seeing the visitors just take control of it slightly. You know, Gloss are just starting to rush their passes again, when they don't really need to. Oxford City just, you know, putting that pressure on and this is, you know, they're going to test this Gloss City side, see if they're going to crumble. Just, you know, it doesn't help when Armstrong in goal is taking, you know, a little bit too long getting the ball out of his feet, taking liberties on it, a couple of touches that he doesn't need to do and, you know, nearly got, nearly got caught out really. So, yeah, just keep it simple, keep it tight, not too long left of the game and, and be hard to break down if you can be anything else. Absolutely. A reminder that they are playing a National League, National League side tonight. So it is also, like you said, a good test as to whether they will crumble against a strong side, but not necessarily a physical side by any means in the final third. Parker trying to get to that ball, but just over hit, out for a goal kick to Oxford City. They'll look to play the ball quickly as they have done all game. They'll get the ball moving quickly as they have done. Another chance to break the lines. And as you said, it's all about that quick play, isn't it? In the final third, that is really what unlocks defences. Well, we saw it with the second goal that Gloss City scored. You know, it was really the, the, the only quality time that they made three or four passes in and around the Oxford City box and it created space and Pinchard curled one in. You even say back to the first goal. You know, a couple of quick passes in midfield and suddenly a free ball and Danny White's in. When Gloucester have got it down and they have played it quickly, they've had success. Absolutely, and two goals tonight for Gloucester City. Danny Wright with the opener. And a spectacular strike from Pinchard as well. So two goals for Gloucester City tonight. A positive performance in certain aspects and now a test, a really good test in fact as we're approaching the 80 minute mark to try and also hold on to a lead and chance actually here breaking forward on this right hand side delivered low cross, oh and it's just just evades the path, record just keeps it in and it's flicked away throw into Gloucester City but another good chance on that right side just nicked the ball there just the cross, just slightly behind Parker. Just need someone arriving, didn't it? Someone arriving at the back post would have had a goal and opportunity to get a shot in that goal. Almost a nonchalant kick towards trialist there from record. Almost felt like the ball was almost out of play there. But nothing given 
from the assistant referee on the near side and Gloucester City can come again just not finding Parker that time I think he was looking for ball in behind rather than to feet <laughs> heavy challenge on halfway late challenge on Oxford City's striker also a trialist tonight the yellow card is out He's into the book, has... It's been a few yellow cards for a pre-season game, hasn't it, actually? Well, the thing is, the referees nowadays are told they've got to ref it like a normal game. And, you know, sometimes it does... Uh, it does entice referees to get a bit card-happy. Uh, elsewhere, Shortwood lead Fairford, two goals to one. Toughly still 1-0 up at Inkbarrow. In fact, they conceded late on. They've drawn 1-1 one -one in that one there. Substitution for City, replacing number 11, Harry Pinchard. It's number 12, Felix Miles. And there is Felix Miles. 20 minutes or so after I may have said he come on. But he is on now for Harry Pinchard. Score of the second goal. Fine second goal for Gloucester City, actually. A goal that he probably needed, I think. You know, a little bit of... Not pressure, but coming from a side like Hereford, a bit of a local rival to City as it were you know a lot of expectation from a former Wales international of course under 28 level you know, it comes with reputation absolutely 51 appearances in the two years at the balls like so you said. talk about you know maybe Gloucester have signed inexperienced players with the likes of Harry Emmett and Felix Miles but you know even players like Pinchard coming in there is that level of experience there at this level and when you Add into that a squad that does include, let's say, record, let's say, right. It, you have got to have that balance, haven't you, when yeah. you're coming into a very tough campaign? That's the thing. The whole squad, City have got a squad. They're not by bringing in an 11 and, you know, a couple of subs. They're bringing in a whole squad that can, you know, be called upon when needed. You know, it's something that we'll talk about on, on TN Talk over the weeks and, and episodes that we have. You know, for me, you know, Fans wanted the under-18s, they wanted the under-21s, they wanted those players getting a chance with the Gloss City first team. They're not as good as Harry Emmett and Felix Miles, and that's the difference. But because they're coming in from outside the club, there's that negative connotation. And that, for me, is someone who's an outsider to the club. You know, I've noticed that. You know, I don't want to you know, single people out, but you know, last year, in the number, and, and even the season before that, under Lee Mansell, you know, players like Lewis Derrick, uh, you know, Tim Hill, Jack Hill, they've all appeared in Gloucester City squads in this National League North. But they're not as good as Harry Emmett and Felix Miles and these sort of players. Just that experience of playing men's football at a decent level, you know, it does help them. And here's the current crop that the fans have got to get excited about this season. Seventh place finish last season. Can they go one step further this season where should where should the expectations be do you think Ryan well the fans expectation is relegation let's let's be real you look online you can't shy away from Gloss City fans thinking it's all doom and gloom thinking that they're, they're succumbing to relegation this season I think there's a competitiveness to this squad I think there's quality uh, within the squad you know we've seen glimpses of it tonight even with Pinchard's goal with the movement for, for Danny Wright's first 
just not happened consistently enough across the 90 minutes really to warrant winning the game or saying you know they're the best team on the night it's hard it is hard but for me you know you're probably looking at a mid-table finish at best likelihood going to be lower mid-table of course that's going to change if you get the players in if you get a couple of experienced quality players in but of course it's difficult we know that if you can add bodies to what is becoming a decent enough side then you know Gloucester are going to do okay but the expectation now that Gloucester have after last season and the Stephen King revolution here at the Tiger Turf Stadium it is that added pressure because City overachieved last year and now there's an expectation to match it absolutely that and that is Tim Flowers' job to almost manage the expectations a little bit at the same time like you said Stephen King did a lot of good things last season got the team overachieving but it's not sustainable we, I mean we talked about it on, on CN Talk a little bit last time we'll talk about it again but you look at what Alex Pefferon was paying out on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, to get Cross City to be that competitive team. No one's got the money to be able to do that, really. It, it's not sustainable, it's not manageable in the long term. So something had to give. And Gloss City's side tonight, showing glimpses of quality, there's no doubt about that. And also a willingness to, to score goals, which is the key. Scored in every pre-season game so far, which will please Tim Flowers, but after the game on Saturday, he was a little bit disappointed. A blustery wind also was a bit of a problem in that game. But also, they played to conditions, they scored two goals, disappointed in the end. Be interesting to hear what he has to say after tonight's game, see what the performance levels are into the final five minutes here on Seven Sport Live. It is Gloss City 2, Oxford City 2. The visitors just getting on the ball a little bit more in the last couple of minutes without too much danger to Gloss City. Just having to almost just keep their arm's length a little bit here, Gloss City. Well, what Gloss City are doing is they're trying to just be hard to break down, trying to look at it as a positive if they were to get a 2-2 result here. You know, you can't blame them. You know, really the old adage of, you know, forwards will win you the game, but strong defence will win you the league. You know, they need to just be hard to beat. They need to be hard to break down. It's not going to be the most attractive football that Gloss City are going to play this year. But if they can make themselves hard to beat, you know, it, it will go a long way for their season. Absolutely. It's also just having that that mental side of things yeah. well, to get across the line in the last 10, 15 minutes against what is a, a tough opponent they've played very decent football at times it will be just a little tick in the box won't it yeah but what they have done and they've just done just done it now as we're talking they've done it for the equalizer as well needless free kicks in and around their own half and that is a big one you keep giving free kicks away you get punished and now also see have a chance to pump the ball into the box absolutely they do Josh Ashby that man again drifting the ball towards the back post Armstrong thinking about coming headed towards the back post I think it's Emmett over there who just gets a body in the way and now he's driving past the halfway line and how important is that to get the team up the pitch in that position yeah that's what Harry Emmett does you get the ball at his feet he is one of the quickest players around 
in this local area with the ball at his feet. Frightening how he was just able to take him on. Good sliding tackle, stopped him in his tracks. But you look at where the ball's gone out. Gloss City are now in Oxford City's half when they had a defensive free kick, what, 10 seconds ago. It's, you know, when they have an outlet like that and they have multiple outlets like that, not just Harry Emmett, the likes of Felix Miles, Joe Parker, can all do that in abundance. So, you know, it's just got to play to the strengths of their players. Absolutely. And Armstrong now on the ball. Just looking to play out a little bit more as well. Just getting into positive positions. A little bit frantic after Ashby's second goal. Glossity just forced into a little bit of pressure almost. Just couldn't get the ball down. But I think they've weathered that storm a little bit now. And just looking comfortable on the ball in the, in the defensive third as well. It's just drifted into a typical pre-season friendly, hasn't it, really? Since the equaliser, you know, both sides feeling it a little bit, slowly just sort of stooping back if in Gloucester City's uh, case. Oxford not having enough really to, to force the issue to get that winning goal themselves, as it stands. So, you know, it's been about right this in terms of, you know, fairness. And Harry Pinchard, given the Gloss City man of the match, probably just tipped in his favour by that superb second goal. Left-footed strike, just inside the D. Almost turned on the ball and struck. Head down, didn't really need to look at the goal, did he? He no. knew exactly where it was. And in off the side netting, fine, fine stroke from Harry Pinchard. He gets the man of the match. Award well, it's the instinct, City. isn't it? You know, instinct is just knowing where the goal is. The goal doesn't move and, and all the other cliches that come along with it. He gets a bit of space, gets out of his feet, he's just going to whip it. A bit, of a bit of pressure from the Gloucester City forward line. Felix Mars just pressing the goalkeeper just at the pressure moment, but Oxford City just about get away with it. Into the final minute of the 90 here at the Tiger Turf Stadium. 2-2 between Gloucester City and Oxford City. A tough test for Gloucester City tonight, but two goals and should they hold on, would be a, a final 15 minutes, which they will look back on and probably they've, they've dug it out slightly just to get a 2-2. But here is an opportunity for Oxford City. It doesn't seem as if they're going to load the box after all a pre-season friendly as mentioned get the ball to the flank and here they go again it's back to the halfway line to rebuild again into the 90 we go here at the Tiger Turf Stadium free kick no I think it's a throw in actually Deep in Gloucester City's half for the home side. Like I said, just drifted into a bit of a pre-season feel towards the end of this tie. But Gloucester City, they can look back on this so far and say, we've weathered the storm. It was important not to concede a third goal in that spell, wasn't it? Yeah, and what you would say is if you look at the pre-season as a whole, still unbeaten. Win at Morven, three uh, draws at home. Disappointing thing is that, you know, for all three of them, 
you know, Gloucester have been two win up and not won the game. That is going to be a, a concern for some Gloucester City fans. You've got to think that when you're in a winning position, you want to be able to hold on, particularly at home. And they're going to have to do that over the course of the season to amass points, to stay up, to, you know, finish as high as they possibly can. And, you know, time will tell over the course of the season if it is going to be good enough. But tonight doesn't feel like it's been the worst performance doesn't feel like it's been the best you know realistically Gloucester will learn from games like this and they'll improve as they get on with it really and, and the more they play the more they get used to playing with each other the more bodies get added to this squad the better it, it will become and that is the thing isn't it uh, a learning curve in every pre-season game there's always lessons to be learned to take into the main season just drifting away this game at the moment another tough look at the watch. watch it's become a tough watch another look at the watch from the man in the middle <laughs> will that be the final whistle as soon as the throne goes in another throw in down the line for Gloucester City well, what you would say is that you know Oxford City have given as good as they could get really uh, in terms of City as well it's been a you know very even game both accounts for each other out in place you know, really, Josh Ashby's been, you know, the best player for, for either side, in my opinion. You know, man of the match for the sponsor went to Harry Pinchard. If I had to pick, I think Spencer Hamilton's had a decent enough game. You know, he has got a new defence. He's got a, you know, centre half. He's only making his second appearance for the club next to him. A trialist the other side, trying different formations and different tactics to try and be better. You know, it's hard, and you know, he is wearing the armband, and yeah, he wins the header there again. Yeah, he's had a good game for me as well. Yeah, fair call, I think. Spencer Hamilton as well. Certainly a, a shout for man of the match. Harry Pinchard gets the sponsors, man of the match. Like I said, tough, tough evening to captain a, a, a trialist and Ty Duffus, who very good defender in all rights, but only second game of the club getting new to a system that, that was adopted tonight. That's what it's all about. It's about adapting in pre-season. And there goes the full-time whistle. There is the full-time whistle. It ends 2-2 here at the Tiger Turf Stadium. An excellent run out for both sides. First live commentary on Seven Sport is a 2-2 draw between Cross City and Oxford City. I'd like to thank my co-commentator, Ryan Butler, tonight. Another good test for Gloss City. And overall, you've got to see it as a positive performance in areas. Certainly improvements can be made, but not bad at all. Yeah, of course, it's never going to be, you know, fully polished. And, you know, Gloucester were going to come out and play Brazil-like football. You know, they had to improve as they played. They had to learn on the job, as it were. And as I said, they're going to have to do that for, you know, probably the next six weeks to two months. That's the realism of it. They've got one more home friendly against Colville. It'd be nice if they can not pump a team, but win with a bit of conviction, a bit of style, just to you know, lighten the mood and lighten uh, the, the load of negativity that is on social media. There is going to be some on social media tonight because Ross haven't won the game. They haven't come here and they've you know, blown a team away. They haven't you know, played the best attack in football. They've had to grind it out to some respect. And, that is obviously what they're going to have to do. But Josh, thank you very much for joining us here on 7Sport. Plenty more commentaries to come 
over the course of pre-season and the new season as well. We're going to sign off after seeing Grosse draw 2-2 with Oxford City at the Tiger Stadium. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit sevensport.co.uk. This is Seven Sports.